0: Hello everyone, and welcome to episode four of the Taking Care of Us podcast. How are you all doing this week? Can you guys believe that it's November already? That we've been at this COVID thing for eight months now? Some days it seems so surreal. Have you guys thought about how different our lives look today compared to what they looked like a year ago? It's unimaginable, right? But here we are, plugging along. And while there's so much that is uncertain and unpredictable right now, there are also things that are stable, right? The sun rises and sets every single day. The trees have lost most of their leaves now, just like they do every single year. Days are getting shorter and darker, and the air is getting colder, just like in all of the years past. So it's really important to note the things that are stable, but I want to talk today about the fact that life right now is full of so much uncertainty and so many unknowns. We all want to know what's gonna happen. We wanna be able to predict something, to be sure of something. We want to be able to plan for something, but we're caught in this place of uncertainty, in this place of not knowing what the future is going to bring. To describe this, I like to think about how I felt as a kid when I was swimming in a lake. I loved swimming, but being in a lake really scared me. I still did it, but I was always just a little on edge because I didn't know what was below the surface. I couldn't see down there and not knowing would allow my brain to imagine things that were much worse than the probable reality. According to my brain, there were certainly fish with giant teeth and they definitely were swimming towards me wanting to bite my leg. It's silly, but I find myself still having little glimpses of this fear when I'm in a lake now, even though my rational brain knows that there are no killer fish with giant teeth swimming towards me. And so many of us are doing this with our lives right now, too, right? We can't see what the future will bring to us right now. And we're spending time imagining all of the worst possible outcomes, like allowing our imagination to run wild with fear um, and worry. Now I do realize that our current reality is a little different than my lake example, because our reality is scary right now. But can you see how our minds like to exaggerate things, especially the negative or the scary? or how our minds might choose to worry about the future rather than focusing on our present moment. A lot of us use worry as a way to try to predict what's gonna happen in the future, or we use it as like an attempt to grasp at some level of control over all of the uncertainty around us. It's like we think that if we just agonize over a problem for long enough and think through every possible scenario That we might be able to have some degree of control over the outcome, but it really doesn't really work that way. All that worrying does is keep us up at night, increase our blood pressure, make us feel more stressed and more tired. So I think there are ways to manage the uncertainty and the fear of the unknown, but I believe you have to be willing to adjust your mindset, which is really not an easy task. So I have several nuggets of wisdom that I've learned and that I use to help me adjust my mindset so that I can better handle the uncertainty of life. Um, And I want to share a few of those little nuggets with you today. The first one and the one I'm going to spend the most time talking about is the stoic concept of focusing on the things we can control. This is a concept I talked about last spring, and I want to talk about it again today because I find it helpful all of the time, but especially when things in life are feeling uncertain or when there are so many unknowns out there. So I think it's fairly safe to say that most of you listening would prefer to have some degree of control over things in your life. Is that fair? I mean, really, the humans in general like being in control, we love control. And so this time of COVID and all that COVID has brought to our lives, it's so much harder because we're dealing with so many things that are not only uncertain, but they're completely out of our control. And we hate that. So let's talk a little bit about this stoic concept of control again. It's fairly simple to explain, and it's very simple in theory. The idea is this. There are things in life we can control, and there are things in life that we cannot control. The Stoics believe that instead of worrying or reacting to the things that we have no control over, we should focus our time and our energy and our emotion on the things that we do have control over. Sounds simple, right? In theory, yes. In practice, I realize it is much more difficult. And there is so much that we cannot control right now. We still cannot control the virus. We still cannot control the actions of the people in our lives and in our communities as they react to the virus. We can't control what people think of us or whether they appreciate the work that we do. We can't control other people's opinions or behaviors ever which is such a bummer. But here we have a choice. We can choose to focus on those things that are not within our circle of control and struggle against them. Or we can accept the things that are not in our control and instead focus on the things we do have control over. We could choose to focus on how irritating it is that people are not following the mask mandates. We could choose to focus on the fact that people in our buildings don't always seem to appreciate our work. We could focus on how bad the virus seems to be getting. But does placing our energy on any of those things help us or help the people around us? I would argue no. But what if we shift our energy and our focus a bit? What if we focus on creating education for people to understand the mask mandates or to learn to wear the mask correctly? What if we focus some of our energy on giving compassion to those people and maybe focusing on how maybe they're just coming at it from a different perspective than we are? How does that feel and how does that affect you and your community. What if instead of focusing on how people don't appreciate our work, we just focus on doing our very best work and being proud of ourselves and the work we do? What if instead of focusing on how bad the virus is getting, we focus on what we can do to keep ourselves, our families, and our communities safe? Do you see the shifts there? You do not have control over the things that happen to you in life, but you do have control over how you choose to think about those things and how you choose to respond. Now, when I say accept the things that are not in our control, it doesn't mean we have to like them. It doesn't mean we have to remain passive about them. Acceptance and passivity are two very different things. And guys, in reality, When we're confronted with something difficult that is out of our control, of course we want to take a minute to vent and feel the negative emotion that comes along with it. That's natural and it can be healing, but don't stay in that place. It's only a healing place for a short while and then it becomes toxic. We really need to be able to move from that place and focus our energy on contribution and forward movement instead. it's important to really understand and i'm going to repeat everything i've said but i still i want to repeat it because i think it's important to understand that if you focus on those things outside of your control you are going to struggle it is going to be more difficult for you and you're going to find yourself in this state of it's like a resistance and a reaction state we all know that state we've been there it doesn't feel good it's frustrating and it's draining and it honestly does no good for you or the people in your life. But if you focus on the things you can control, these are your reactions, your thoughts, your words, the way you interact with others, the way you advocate for what you believe is best. If you focus on those things, you are much more likely to be productive, thoughtful, creative, and it puts you in a place where you can contribute ideas and effort towards a solution to the problems that we're facing. So I want to talk through a little example, and this might feel a little controversial, but I think it's an example that had been on people's minds recently, so I'm going to go ahead and jump into it. So we work in a big school district, right? And we do not have control over what the district administration will decide to do next in terms of in-person learning. Aside from our advocacy and the communication that goes between us and our director towards the administration, really the choice about when and how fast to move towards in-person learning, it's pretty much out of our control, which makes some of us crazy, I know. But let's see if we can talk through it together. For example's sake, let's say you're a person who believes that we are absolutely not ready to move to in-person learning anytime soon. And for example's sake, let's say that right now, the district is still moving towards in-person learning. For those of you who might be listening at a later date, this podcast was recorded only a couple days after the district decided to move the dial back to two and halt that progression towards in-person learning. So in a way, this example might have been a little better a couple of weeks ago, but I want to go with it anyway because I know it's been on people's minds. Okay, so you believe we should not be moving forward, and in this example, the district is ready to move towards bringing a targeted group of students back into the buildings. If this is your belief and you choose to focus on the fact that you believe the district has made a bad decision, your energy goes towards struggling with and fighting against something that you have no control over. Does that make sense? I know it's kind of a gigantic statement and I know it could trigger people to be irritated with me saying it, but the struggle ends up being really hard on you and your emotional well-being because you are fighting against something out of your control. Your opinion doesn't need to change necessarily, but how instead could you direct your energy in that area towards something that you can control? I know it's irritating to hear, and I know there's a lot of emotion attached to this subject because this is safety that we're talking about, and we care so very deeply. And I also realize that it can be somewhat tricky because we never want to stop advocating for what we believe in. It's so important to make our voices heard, to advocate for and take actions towards what we believe is right. But we want to do it in a way that is sustainable to ourselves and in a way that doesn't completely drain us of all of our emotional energy we also want to do it in a way that is successful so in the example what do you do and i honestly don't know the answer for you because we are all so different but can you think of some ways that you could focus your emotion and your energy on something you can control within this scenario. Like what could you do at your site for your students, parents and staff that could contribute towards their health, safety and preparedness? What could you do for the district or for yourself? Because in the end, you don't control external events, but you get to choose how you look at them and how you respond to them. And if you choose to look at it this way, you will have so much more power in your life. All right, let's move on to nugget number two. Another little nugget I use to help me manage my mindset and handle the uncertainty is gratitude. I've talked about this one so many times, but it's powerful enough that it bears repeating again. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it today, but if you find yourself struggling with the uncertainty and the unknown, I want you to try adopting a gratitude practice for a few weeks and see how you feel. It doesn't fix the world, no, but it can shift your focus from the scary possibilities towards the beautiful things in life that are true and real and right here, right now. My gratitude practice is so simple and so quick each morning. I sit down and I write three things each morning that I'm grateful for. I spend a minute or so focusing on each thing and that's it. So another nugget that I would like to tell you about lies in perception. And you'll notice that all of my little nuggets are somewhat interrelated, but I think it's still important to look at them individually. So by perception, I mean beginning to understand that how you see things is more important than the things themselves how you see the world around you, how you interpret what happens to you. These things make a huge difference in how you get to live your life. This one's another Stoic concept, Um, and the Stoics see external events not as good or bad, but as indifferent. So they say that because these external events are ultimately indifferent, It's not these events, but your own judgment of them that matters. So Marcus Aurelius was one of the Stoics. Um, He was one of the most respected emperors in Roman history, and he wrote in one of his meditations, if you are pained by any external thing, it is not this thing that disturbs you, but your own judgment about it, and it is in your power to wipe out this judgment now. So what does that mean to me day to day? Well, pre-COVID, I did well with this one. I could look at things from different angles and pay attention to my perception of things and how, how they affect my life. COVID though, it's made this one tough on me. I am not stoic enough to be able to look at the virus as not good or bad, but indifferent because people are dying and suffering. And how in the world could I say that is indifferent? But I do try to play with my thoughts a little bit and I try to pay attention to my judgments, my perceptions, and my opinions. So another nugget I want to talk about that helps me with my mindset is from Viktor Frankl. I love Viktor Frankl. He was an Austrian Holocaust survivor who was a neurologist and psychiatrist. He wrote an amazing book called Man's Search for Meaning that I suggest you all go out and read if you've not already read. The nugget I want to offer today is a quote from that book. He says, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. You guys, I find this so powerful. So I'm going to read it to you again. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. We forget that there's a space between stimulus and response, right? something happens and we react, if not physically or verbally, we at least react in like our thoughts and our emotions. But we can gain so much power if we can start to learn that there is a space, a pause between the stimulus and our response. And that pause gives us time and it gives us power as Frankel says to collect ourselves and to choose the response that is most aligned with who we are and who we desire to be. So think about reading an irritating or aggravating email. That's the stimulus. And then what's our response? Well, many of us would get mad, start fuming, and our thoughts might start spinning around and around. Maybe we shoot off an angry email back. Maybe we go complain to a coworker. But what if before all of that, as soon as you read the email and start to feel that irritation, what if you pause and notice and take advantage of that space between stimulus and response? What would your response look like then? Your power lies in that space and in how you choose to respond. The last nugget I wanna offer today in terms of how to manage your mindset and handle these uncertain times is to try and accept the uncertainty. We don't like it. It doesn't feel good, but we can handle uncertainty. We don't have to know what is gonna happen in the future to be okay right now. We think we do, but we don't. Can we start to be okay with the uncertainty? You don't have to enjoy it, but the reality is that life is uncertain right now. And as Byron Katie says, if you argue with reality, you will lose, but only 100% of the time. All right, friends, that is all for today. I, I know that uncertainty and all of the unknowns are challenging us right now. And believe me, I don't like them any more than you do. But I hope that this episode has given you a few ideas for how you can maybe manage your mindset and deal with all of the uncertainty that we are experiencing. I hope that you all have a great week. Bye bye, everyone.